Hallelujah. 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 His brother Looper's coming. It's been a while, we know, since he's preached. So I believe if we'll kind of ag him on a little bit, he may preach to us this morning. So let's help him and encourage him, and maybe he'll just turn loose. Preach to us, Elder. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Let's give God some praise today. Hallelujah. 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 You are great. Come on, why don't somebody praise Him because He's a great God today. Has He been good to you? Give Him glory. Give Him honor today, God. We love you. Come on, He's a better God than that. He's a better God than that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are wonderful, Jesus. Thank You for Your mercy, God. Amen. I'm so thankful for that blood that was shed on Calvary. Amen. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord today. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. And uh, again, we welcome all of our guests that are in the house of the Lord today. And uh, it is so good to see Josh and Shelby here today. And they said they've been coming to church pretty regular since I've been gone. And thankful for that. Amen. Amen. Good to see the Hickses here again in the house of God. And uh, Brother Joe's parents here today. And uh, everyone else that's in church, so glad that you're here. And I'm glad that I'm able to be in the house of the Lord today. God was good to us. We had a safe time. And uh, I think that I drove somewhere around 6,000 miles while I was gone. And uh, the Lord kept His hand over us, no accidents, and no trouble, and no breakdowns, so thank God for that. And uh, God's just good to us. It's good to go on vacation, but it's always good to be back home. And uh, so uh, for your benefit uh, this morning to keep me from going so long today, I did preach last Sunday morning. And uh, so <clears throat> I, I don't normally preach when I'm on vacation, but uh, it's a long story and I got kind of roped into it and I needed a favor. So for a favor, uh, I preached and we got out to uh, Colorado Springs and could not find an RV spot between uh, Pueblo, Colorado and Fort Collins. Denver was full, Colorado was Springs was full, and I called... Brother Burgess, and I asked him if we could possibly stay at their church there, and he did allow us to, and uh, we wound up spending some more time there on the way back, and uh, I called him on a Friday, and he said, well, he said, you can, but I think it's God, and I think you need to preach Sunday morning, and so I I hated to, uh, I needed a place to stay. And so <laughs> I hated to say no because I was depending on him to let me stay. So anyway, we preached there Sunday morning and had a wonderful time in the Lord and a great church there in Colorado Springs. And uh, God's doing great things and had a great time and thankful for that. And uh, so thankful for all of God's goodness and mercy. Let me make some announcements before we get into the word of the Lord and uh, we had a youth rally Friday night. I told them, I said, I got home and uh, got right back into the groove. I got home Thursday. We had Brother 
March Mother's Wake Thursday night, a funeral Friday. After I got through with the funeral, I went and took a shower and went to youth rally and got home about 5.30 Saturday morning. And um, so we've been right back in the flow of things. Had a great youth rally over at Brother Jackson's in Highlands. And a great word of God, great move of the Holy Ghost, and we're thankful for that. Uh, Friday, we will be going to Arkansas, to Stuttgart, to a youth rally there. And uh, so we'll be leaving Friday morning. So all, I know school starts this week. So everyone that <clears throat> that uh, will be needing uh, an excuse slip to miss school, please see Sister Jessica after church. And uh, she'll get that to you. So we'll be leaving Friday morning. I'll give you the time on that a little later. And uh, so I want to thank everyone. Uh, uh, we'll have a sign-up sheet tonight for that trip to Arkansas. I need to know how many people's going where we'll know uh, how much room we need. And I want to thank everyone that helped and gave to uh, the school supplies for needy children. And uh, they had... Uh, a lot of donations, and thank you so much for that. They were passing them out yesterday, and uh, thank you uh, for all of that. And uh, so, <clears throat> Brother Shrek Heiss from Honduras will be here with us Wednesday night and uh, telling us about some things that are going on in Honduras. And uh, so we will be taking up a special offering for them, so I ask you to bring that and uh, come to church Wednesday night with that in mind. And so, uh, with the announcements being said, let's turn our Bibles to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter number 4 and uh, verses number 1 and verses number 2. Again, if we have any more guests that are here that I failed to mention, I apologize for that. We're glad that all of you are in the house of God, and why don't we all just give our guests a good hand clap today for being in church with us. Amen. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 1 and 2. The Bible says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. I want to look very closely at verse number one of uh, this passage of Scripture. And it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, the Spirit the Spirit, the Spirit. Look at your Bible. This is capital letter. The Spirit, speaking of the Spirit of God, speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing. Now look at spirits again. It's not talking about the Spirit of God. Amen. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and ask God to help us this morning. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your blessings, for your help. Thank you for this day that you've given us to come and to worship and to praise your wonderful name. 
God, we thank You for the healthy child that we've dedicated unto the Lord this morning. We ask You now, Savior, that You would anoint Your Word, anoint me to preach Your Word, God. Anoint Your people to hear Your Word. And everybody said in Jesus' name that we would be a doer of the Word. Lord bless you. Let's give our the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. I want to uh, talk to you this morning. I have felt this very strongly uh, in my spirit. In fact, um, yesterday I was trying to uh, change my mind about what I would have to say this morning, and I felt very strongly of going back to this. And uh, <clears throat> then again this morning I struggled with this, but I feel like uh, talking to you about some things this morning. Now, I, I may not get all red in the face and, and scream and cry loud this morning, but again, I may. You can't ever tell what might happen. But, but I want to talk to you for a few moments about seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. And when we look up the word seducing or seduce, it just simply means to lead astray as from a duty. I know that that uh, when I was young, I was very easily seduced to be led astray from the duty of work. And uh, I always tried to uh, seduce my daddy into being led astray from things that we needed to do. He said, why is it every time I decide that we need to do something, you say, man, we could wait till tomorrow to do that. And what I was thinking, no, you know, if you put it off till tomorrow, anything could happen. The Lord could come back and you don't even have to do it. And so let's have the day to play and let's worry about work tomorrow. It's to lead astray from a duty. Again, it is to lead or to draw away from or as a principle of faith. To lead someone away from their principles of faith or their allegiance to a work. It is to say to win over or to attract or to entice. The word spirit is just simply, they, the, the dictionary has many, many, many definitions of what spirit is and the definition of spirit. But, but you could put it on this part, uh, an angel or a demon. So there is many spirits. There is many uh, spirits in the world today. The, B, the Bible speaks of the spirit of the Antichrist and um, what this spirit is. And it is so prevalent in the world today. And uh, do not believe, the Bible tells us, do not believe every spirit and every doctrine that comes along. But the Bible warns us that we are to try the spirit and see if it be of God. And how do we try the Spirit? What is our rule? What is our measuring stick? How do 
we try the Spirit. You do not try the Spirit on your own intellect. You do not try the Spirit on your own abilities. But you try the Spirit by what the Word of God says. Always know this and always rest assured in God will never, con- uh, never ever come against His Word of what His Word has already declared and established. What is written in the Word of God, God doesn't wake up in the morning and change His mind on what's written in the Word of God. It will never contradict what the Word of God says. I've heard many people say, oh, God told me. But that's not what the Word of God says that God would say in that situation. So I firmly believe that God did not tell them it is a seducing spirit. We find in the Word of God where God was uh, working against a king in the Word of God in the Old Testament and said, how will I deceive them? And the Spirit stood up and said, I will be a lying spirit in the tongue and in the mouth of all their prophets. I want to tell you today, you better be assured of knowing that what you've been taught is being taught by the Word of God. Amen. That that you should look at the Word of God. I, I'm just like the Apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. I'm just a man that has been... I've, I believe the calling of God is very important and sets us apart. But but I'm I'm a man that is called by God. And as much as I try to find the will of God and the plan of God, and I have no I have no interest in deception. But if I'm ever deceived, you stay with the word of God. Amen. Stay with what the Word of God says. Amen. What the Word of God teaches us. There's many different beliefs in the world today. In 1 John chapter 4, in verse number 1 through 3, it says, Beloved, believe not every spirit. Believe not every spirit. But try the spirit, whether they be of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Amen. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And is the spirit of the Antichrist. Whereby, where or wherefore ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. The spirit of the Antichrist, I don't know, some people say that they believe that the Antichrist is already in the world today, but I've heard that pretty much all my life. But, but the spirit of the Antichrist is definitely prevalent in this world today. Amen. The Bible is telling us hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit inspiring any teaching to deny that He is come in the flesh, 
He is, he is not of God. Amen. If they don't believe in His passion, in His death, in His physical resurrection, and physical ascension into heaven, it is not of God, but it is of the Antichrist. That's what the Bible teaches us. You say, oh, why? Why are you saying that? We all believe this today. I'm saying this because there is seducing spirits in the world that would try to convince you otherwise. There are, there are spirits in the world that says that Jesus Christ was not God manifest in the flesh. That's an evil spirit. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. That's not the spirit of God. That he was just a prophet. That he was just a good man. I want to tell you that he was more than a prophet. And he was more than just a good man. Amen. The Bible tells us that God robed himself in flesh. Amen. That came and walked upon the seashores of Galilee. Amen. That gave his life on Calvary. I know that a few years ago there was a movie that was made and, and, uh, some people got upset because they said they were putting off on the Romans because they're the ones that crucified Christ. And some said, well, they're making the Jews look bad because they crucified Christ. When reality it was not them that done anything to him. But the Bible said that he laid down his life. Because there's not a man big enough or great enough. Pilate's judgment hall could not hold him and could not contain him. But because of his will, because of his desire, because of what he had purposed to do, because he said, I will go to Calvary and I will shed my blood. I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for the blood that was shed there on Calvary because that blood was shed. We are able to come and lift up holy hands unto God and to worship and to praise and to magnify and to glorify Him. Let's give the Lord praise right now in His house. Amen. Even now so is already in the world. Satan who will produce a future antichrist now in the world. You can look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. He already is producing many antichrists, many people and teachers and professors that do not believe in God. This is the spirit of the antichrist that is prevalent in the world today. I know that school is about to start and college is about to start taking place and some of you uh, young people will be going to school and then some of you will be moving on to college and you will hear all the people with all the great wisdom and philosophies of the world. But I come to tell you today, don't believe it when they say that God is not real. Amen. Don't believe it when they say that there is not a God because there is a God. There is a God that is control of this universe. Amen. There is a God that's holding everything in place. I don't care what they say about creation. I tell you what happened in creation. God said, let there be. And there was. Amen. That is the power and the glory and the majesty of God. Amen. There is doctrines of devils and with their philosophy and with their intellect. 
they would deceive and they would turn away. I've seen it happen more and more and more, even more as the day approach and trying to convince. I want to tell you, a nation without God, the Bible said, shall be turned into hell. That there is no help and there is no strength. What schools need is not guns to protect the students. What school needs is God. Amen. What we need is the Bible. Back. Amen. People say, well, they've taken it out of the home. Amen. Out of the school. But first of all, the devil has come in and seduced people to take it out of the home. Amen. Get prayer back in your house. Amen. Get the Bible reading back in your home. Amen. Get dedication and consecration back to where it needs to be in this society. With their intellect, they will convince you that the preacher has lost his mind and fell off of his rocker. Amen. But when I look at their philosophies, and I look at their opinions, and I look at their ideas, and I hear what they're trying to say, what they're trying to say does not make sense to me. Amen. I cannot figure out where they come up with the ideas. And uh, I don't spend a lot of time... Uh, studying false doctrine and false philosophies. I try to study the truth, and the truth, the Bible said, will set you free. Amen. But when I hear their philosophies of creation or, or, or whatever happened, the Big Bang and, and how a blob washed up on the seashore and some way grew legs and grew a tail and swung through the trees and and all of a sudden his tail breaks off and he starts to develop into a human. Amen. I want to tell you, I, you can say you come from whatever you want to, but I was never a monkey, never intended to be a monkey. And God didn't create me that way. When God created me, He created me and placed man in the Garden of Eden. The Bible said that God created the beasts of the fields and the fowls of the air. Amen. But what God did, God stooped down with His own hands. And He created man. And when He got man created in His own image, the Bible said, My God wasn't formed in the image of a monkey. Well, hallelujah. 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 Amen. The Bible said that God created man in His own image with His own hands. And then when He got through with man, I'm not a dog. I'm not, I'm not on the same level with the dog. I know some of you have great pets today, but they're never going to be humans. And they're never going to be like a human. Amen. But cause God breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living soul. Amen. I've got the breath of God. God living on the inside of me. That's the reason why this soul will never die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This flesh will fade away. Amen. This flesh will die. And this flesh will be buried and turned back from the du- to the dust or turned to the dust of the earth from which it came. But the Spirit of God... Amen. That He breathed into man. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I've had some good dogs. Never had a good cat, but I've had some good dogs. 
Amen. Sorry, cat lovers. But I've had some good dogs, and when they died, I said, man, I hope they go to doggy heaven. Amen. But you see, when they're dead, they're gone. It's over. It's history. Life has been lived. Amen. But when we're dead and gone, we're really not gone. Amen. When we're dead, the breath of God that breathed into us, the breath of life. That's the reason why we live for God. That's the reason why we serve God. That's the reason why we come to the house of God. Because this soul is going to live forever somewhere. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So don't believe the doctrines of the seducers that would tell you that there is no God. Have you ever felt God? Man, have you ever experienced the presence of God? Oh, well, some of you have. I don't know where y'all been, but, but I felt the glory and the power of God. They come too late to tell me it is not real. They come too late to tell me there is not a God. If there is not a God, what's this I'm feeling down in my soul? If there's not a supreme being who healed my body when I was sick, it was not the doctors, but it's the power of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, the doctrine of the Antichrist, that Jesus Christ was not God manifest in the flesh. Amen. I want to tell you today, the Bible tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse uh, number 16. Amen. I'm not reading it, so I may not quote it exactly right. But it said, great is a mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit. Amen. He was seen of angels. He was preached unto the Gentiles. And he was received up into glory. Who was he talking about? Amen. He was talking about that bodily form. That the spirit of God robed himself in that fleshly body. Amen. He was seen of the Gentiles. He preached unto the Gentiles. Amen. He ministered. Amen. And he was received up into glory. Don't let anybody tell you any different, young people. Don't let the teacher, don't let the professor, don't let the instructor tell you that there is no God because He is real. He is powerful. He is mighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seducing spirits. They deny the power And the very existence of God. Amen. The power of the spirit of deception is so powerful and so real today. Matthew chapter 24, verses number 3 and 4, the Bible says, And as he sat up on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Jesus' first response to this question was, Take heed that no man deceive you. Amen. Verse number 5 says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ 
and shall deceive many. Take heed that no man deceive you. Amen. There is seducing spirits and doctrines of devils that we as individuals should be aware of. Amen. I believe that the spirits are like a virus. They are contagious. Amen. Rebellion is like a virus. It is contagious. Disobedient to parents is like a virus. It is contagious. This is a spirit from hell. Amen. Amen. Now the Bible teaches us how that we should do this. Amen. That there is power over the spirits from hell. Amen. But my daddy had his own method of dealing with a rebellious spirit in my life. He believed that if you beat him hard enough, you would drive the spirit way away from him. Amen. But there is rebellious spirits in the world. They are rebellious and disobedient to parents. Let me tell you, young people, it doesn't matter if you're grown. It doesn't matter if you're 15, 16, 18, or 21 are married and in, out of the house. You are still to respect and honor your parents. And the authority in your house. Amen. Amen. I was, I was reading, I believe yesterday's newspaper and, uh, or maybe it, anyway, I was, I was reading something in the news and, and, uh, I can't remember where I read it, but, but I was reading it and this child was at school and was sent home. And uh, sent with the paper that he showed his mother that that he had to write ma'am so many times because he had said called the teacher ma'am and it offended the teacher. Amen. But I want to tell you it's still good to say yes ma'am and no ma'am and yes sir and no sir to authority figures in your life. Well, praise God. You ought to teach that to your children. Amen. You ought to believe that. Teach them respect for authority. There is a spirit in the world today that has no respect for authority figures. They do not respect the policemen. Amen. I know there's some jerks that's police just as well as you do. But you still respect the authority figure that is there. You always respect the office. I've had presidents that I liked and I didn't like. And somebody asked me, would you shake their hand? I said, I absolutely would. Because it's not the man, it's the office that the man is holding. But you see, we are living in a crazy world that no respect for mother or father. Your mama is not your old lady or old hag. And your father's not the old man of the house that rumbles and thunders through the house. Amen. But it's somebody that has led you, has protected you. Well, come on now, young people, and say amen. It's somebody that has provided a place for you to live. 
Amen. They may not be perfect, but they're still the figure of authority in your life. What's wrong with all you boys? You ought to be standing up shouting amen. What's wrong with you girls? You ought to be standing up clapping and saying amen. I'm not joking today. Amen. You ought to be standing up shouting and clapping amen. Thank God for a father. Thank God for a mother. Thank God for somebody that protects me. Somebody that provides for me. Somebody that helps me. Somebody that tells me that I need to come in at a decent hour. You can be seated. Now that you stood up, you can be seated. Amen. No respect for authority. That is a spirit that is in the world today. Amen. I, I, I look at these, uh, these clowns, goofy people in the world today. Amen. That's doing all of this crazy stuff, rioting in the streets. They don't even know what they're talking about. They don't have a clue what's going on and They're not looking at the big picture. The reason why you need a parent in your life and you need instructions in your life, young people, y'all listen to me today, is because you really don't have a clue. You're really not looking at the big picture. You've got tunnel vision. And your parents is looking out there and they're saying, oh yeah, this, see, see, the spirit of rebellion is contagious. And they say, no, you can't hang out with them. Why? Because you don't see it, but the spirit of rebellion is contagious. You can't, you can't go out with them. You can't do these things because this is going to ruin and wreck and destroy your life. Thank God for parents that still are parents. Amen. Amen. Now, I, I see some of, some of us, some of these children are real Real excited and man, they run and they jump and they buck and, you know, I don't have any trouble with kids being kids, but I want to tell you these elderly people around here, you need to teach your children that when, when they run to a door and an elderly person's at the door, you open the door for them. You don't knock them out of the way and go through the door, but you open the door for them. This is a spirit of rebellion. And no respect for authority. You say, oh, this is just, this is just the way people are. No, you see, it's worse today than it was 20 years ago. It's worse today than you say, oh, they didn't do that in my day. You know the reason why? It's because we've allowed little spirits to come in and we say, oh, these things are no, I'm telling you, they will harm, they will destroy, and it is destroying our society and our way of life. We need to get back to the basic Bible principles of life. Honor your father and mother. Amen. You know what would happen in the Bible if someone someone accidentally hurt a lady that was with child? Amen. The father would decide the judgment of that man. If that baby died or was in trouble at birth, amen, decide the judgment of life or death or the punishment. Amen. But we are living in a society today that has a spirit of go ahead, live your life like you want to live it. And if you have a mistake and you don't want it, you can 
abort it. Amen. A nation that forgets God shall be turned into hell. Amen. And that without remedy. It's still murder. I don't care if it happens in the womb or out of the womb. Amen. You need to understand that and realize that. There's a spirit of acceptance to this. But I want to tell you today, the Word of God has always declared that it is murder, that it is not right, that it is not pleasing to God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 No respect for the authority figures in your life. Amen. It's a spirit. It's a seducing spirit. I don't have to do what they say. I'm going to do it my own way. I'm going to be like I want to be. Amen. You can do it like you want to do it, and you can act like you want to act, and you can do it your own way. But when the teacher says two plus two is four, and you put five, I don't care what society says, it's still four. I don't care if they come up with the phobia of you're scared to write four. It's still four. You're still going to fail the test. It's still in the sight of rebellion. Amen. In the sight of God. And when we rebel against authority, then it becomes mother and father. It becomes no respect for elders. No respect for elders. Oh, let's, 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 let's euthanize them. Euthanasia. Let's get rid of them because they're costing society too much money. When you get that ignorant idea in your head, you think about the money that they have placed in society. For the years that they have worked and paid their taxes and put food on your table. Maybe that is a little inconvenient sometimes. Well, praise God. Amen. All the elders are to be standing up clapping now. The young people was clapping, but, but all the elders are to be standing up clapping. Then it goes, no respect. How many, how many school teachers we have in the house today? They're kind of dwindling away. We're stand up school teachers. Amen. School teachers in the house. Respect. For teachers. Amen. You can be seated. Respect for the teachers in your life. When you think there are no grouts, think about if it was not for them, you couldn't even spell your name. Well, I would have figured it out somehow. No, you wouldn't. Not with that attitude. You wouldn't ever figured it out. But because somebody took time with you. Well, they get paid to do their job. They don't get paid near enough to do their job. Now can I get a witness from the teacher? Amen. Law enforcement. And then it goes to no respect for the ministry. He's just an old man up there screaming and hollering. There was some kids that was making fun of the prophet of God one day. Called him an old bald head. Go up, old bald head. And a she-bear come out of the woods and destroyed them. Amen. 
No respect for the ministry. This is a contagious spirit. Normally kids catch it from their, from their parents. Well, I can't put my trust and confidence in a man. He's just a man. You gotta put your trust and confidence in somebody. You put your trust and confidence in the pilot when you get on an airplane. You put your trust and confidence in the man that built your car that the tie rod's not gonna break when you're doing 80 miles an hour down the highway. I'm not gonna put my trust and confidence in man. I'm put my trust and confidence in God. If you're gonna get here and here to glory, the Bible said you're gonna have to have a preacher. How can they hear without a preacher? I've already told you and I've already declared that I personally am just a man. Now, some preachers might be more than just a man. And if I stop following Christ, you continue to follow Christ. I have enough sense and ability to realize that. And I'm not above failure and I'm not above mistakes. But you always, it doesn't matter if you've seen preachers fall in the past, you always respect the office of the ministry. Spirit, seducing spirits in the world today. The Bible said that it will not get better, it will only get worse. Spirits and doctrines of devils. Amen. But there is hope. It's called the Holy Ghost. That's a spirit that's bigger and greater and more powerful than any spirit that the devil has in his arsenal. The spirit of the Holy Ghost is more powerful than drugs. It's more powerful than alcohol. It's more powerful than nicotine. It's more powerful than sickness. There's not a spirit that is able to withstand or combat against the power of the Holy Ghost. I come to tell you today in this evil world that we live in, there is still a power and a spirit that is greater than them all. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 8 through 11 said, For we were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the world. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is that what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Amen. There is a power that is stronger than any power on earth or in the spirit world. Amen. The Bible said, I believe it was in John chapter 16, He said, I am going away. In 14, He said, I am going away, but I will not leave you comfortless. Amen. But I'm going away to prepare a place that where I am, there you may be also. If they come to the music this morning, I'm getting ready to close. Amen. But what is that? You're not going to see me anymore, but there's going to be a power that's going to happen in your life and it's going to dwell in you. Amen. There's a spirit of the Antichrist today that says the Holy Ghost is not 
for us and not for the church today. That it was only for the disciples and the apostles. But I come to tell you, amen, that is a spirit of the Antichrist. Amen. I come to tell you today, God's got something for you that's greater than any power of darkness. That's greater than any spirit of hell. Amen. That is the power of the Holy Ghost that's able to set you free from all sin, all shame, and all iniquity. I'm glad for the power of God. I'm thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost today. Amen. The disciples went as far as they could with Jesus. They came into the mount. And Jesus told them, said, go back and tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from upon high. You're not ready to go yet. And I come to tell you today, you're not ready to go yet until you be filled with the Spirit of God. What is the Holy Ghost? Amen. I tell you the world... And the dictionary would describe spirits as powerful and darkness. Amen. But I describe it as the power and the glory of the Almighty God that's living on the inside of our souls, that gives us the power and authority over the darkness that would come and try to rule and reign in our life. And so the Bible tells us that they went back and they tarried in Jerusalem. And all of a sudden, the Bible said, there come a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it set up on each of them, and they all began to speak with other tongues and was filled with the Holy Ghost. I come to tell you, it's still for the church today. It's still happening in the church today. It's still real in the church today. Even the power of God is still real. It's still great. It's still powerful in His house. Let's all stand. Everybody lift your hands toward heaven right now. Let's talk to the Lord. God, we love you today. God, we praise you today. We magnify your name today, God. Thank you, Lord, that in the world that we live in with all the trouble, you are still greater. You are still mighty. You are still powerful. You are still wonderful. Somebody help me pray right now. You are still greater than our troubles. You're still bigger than our trials. You're still wonderful in our disappointments, God. Oh, Lord, I pray for Your Spirit to come into this place right now. God, touch every heart that is hurting. Touch every soul that needs help today, God. In Your precious name, move in this place. Move in this place, God. Move in this house right now. Everybody said, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody cry out to Him right now. Hallelujah! 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 You are great. You are wonderful. You are powerful. 
So I come today to tell you this. That no matter what you are facing in life, no matter what spirit that you're dealing with in the spirit world, that God is greater. The Holy Ghost is bigger. The power of God is stronger. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands one more time and reach out to God right now. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus, help us today. Oh, God, why don't we gather around this front right now and let's reach out to God in this place. If you need help from the Lord, if you'll step out from where you're standing or sitting and make your way to this front and say, Here I am, God. I need your help. I'm battling with things in my life. I'm battling with things in my spirit. I'm battling with things in my home. God, I need help today. I need strength today. I need your touch right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Almighty God, we're depending on you today. Mighty God, we're trusting in you today. Mighty God, our hope is in you today, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. More of you, God. Your power. Your power. Your strength. Your help, God. Your anointing, God, right now in our lives, in our hearts, in our souls. Oh, Jesus, help us today. Help us today, God. Help us today, God. I hunger for more of you, Lord. I desire more of you, Lord. I reach for more of you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah.